Welcome to the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Shift your course, transform your life, do more of what you love with Dr. Kathy Hunter. Hello and welcome back. It's Dr. Kathy Hunter with the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Well, we just got back this week from a grand adventure. We went to El Salvador. And I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, why did you go to El Salvador? And that's what we thought at first as well. But we have dear friends, we can call them that now. Uh, Shout out to Jenny, Mike, and Marsha, who have a house down there, a vacation home. And they invited us to go. We just had to get there. So this started a few months ago, and their daughter, Jenny, shout out to her, we bought our tickets uh, on the same flight so that we would be able to travel with her and go with her because we have no idea about this country. And we bought the tickets, and we left on a red eye. And back in the day, kids, the red eye used to be the cheap flight, but nowadays it's the same price. But you take it because you will sacrifice your crazy sleep if you can sleep at all which we did for uh saving some time and El Salvador was two hours ahead of California so it definitely worked out unfortunately we did not realize Avianca Airlines the quote-unquote cheap seats if you will (laughs) they don't recline so that was fun but nonetheless we got some sleep but I have to say this trip was one of the easiest travel trips I've ever had. I I tend to have a little bit of problems when I'm traveling, not me personally, but uh, delays, cancellations, losing bags, et cetera, et cetera, getting stuck in airports, all those things. This was atypical. We flew through TSA on the way out. We flew through customs both in and coming back into the United States. Back in the United States, it was five minutes. I kid you not. We thought, is there an apocalypse? (laughs) Where is everybody? But I'll take it. And we got out of customs when we got back to America and there were our bags. So that was wonderful. So we got into El Salvador and, um, you know, it wasn't on our bucket list per se, but when an adventure presents itself, and I know we've done podcasts before on saying yes, we thought about it. And I don't think we'd ever go to El Salvador alone without knowing people or having friends there. But this was really an opportunity of a lifetime to go somewhere we probably never will again and just adventure. And, you know, relatively safe because we were with friends that have a vacation home there. They've been down there for many years and they know kind of the drill and the routine. So we didn't know a lot about El Salvador except this is where we're going. This is our flight, da, da, da. So we learned a lot. I mean, if you've never been out of the country, I suggest you go out of the country, whether it's Mexico, Canada, it doesn't matter because it really does broaden, one, your appreciation for what we have and also just a look into other people's culture and how they live. So we got into El Salvador and a driver that the family has hired their company for years really whisked us away from the airport. So we really didn't see the city. Not that I was heartbroken because I'm not a city gal. And two hours later, we were down a long, bumpy 
dirt road. And it's interesting because all these very wealthy beach homes and properties on the ocean, there's big walls and that tends to be the theme down there. If you have something uh, important, it tends to be behind a big wall with usually either glass shards on top or barbed wire because you don't want people getting in. So you can't really see the homes. And we pulled up to our friend's home and the caretakers opened the door. And lo and behold, we're in this beautiful, very long lot, grass, palm trees, coconut trees, beautiful home that they had built. Uh, in fact, when they bought that lot years ago, it was just jungle. So kudos to them. I mean, I know our friend designed the home and they had it built. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, fit in perfectly where we were and a beautiful pool and boom, there you are in the ocean. So that was beyond special and a very wonderful treat. So we did have a car. Our friends rented a truck. So we did go out uh, from the compound, if you will, to explore. One day we went out and saw a pyramid and a whole pyramid complex that they are, they are uh, still excavating. And so interesting because nobody was there. And it was midweek. And funny, if you are a resident of El Salvador, it's a dollar a person. If you're an American, it's $10 a person. <laughs> and, and also interesting, their currency is the American dollar and Bitcoin. Huh. So at least that was easy for us. Not the Bitcoin, but of course, American dollars. So we saw the pyramid. They had a lot of the, in fact, everything in the museum was in Spanish and also in English. So that was cool. A lot of pottery, things they found, very interesting. Then we also went to what they call the Pompeii of Central America, and they found this ancient civilization under like 30 feet of ash because the whole countryside is riddled with volcanoes. So it's not like the Pompeii in Italy because that was a lot more recent uh, in terms of history. I've never been there one day, hopefully, but also... Um, they explained everything. So they have to guess a lot of what things are, you know, in terms of what the buildings are and what they were used for. But again, a lot of neat stuff and really like nobody there. So that was cool. And we drove around. We also went uh, to lunch a couple times. The food is less expensive, but it's not what you think. I mean, I remember back in the day being in California, we used to drive down to Baja, Mexico and shout out to Nikki, we would drive down by ourselves. I would never do that now <laughs> to women. And we would go down the coast a couple hours, get lobster, a whole meal for like $8. It was amazing. Not that cheap, but I did have a big stuffed lobster with the fixins for $19. Pretty inexpensive. And it was delicious. We also drove one day to a, a crater lake. It is huge. It's on top of a mountain, which is a dormant volcano and we had lunch and it was absolutely gorgeous but it's it's a country of dichotomy so as I told you we're staying at this villa really beautiful we have caretakers um, they would come and do our dishes at night they were wonderful they were fishing uh, with their brother would take their boat out got fresh red snapper. I was able to have that for dinner a couple nights. Uh, unbelievable. If you've never had fish right out of the ocean, it's incredible. And we lived that part of El Salvador. But just when you go outside their gates, even just down the road, 
there's extreme poverty. And I knew that going into it. I mean, I've been told that by my friends. And also, I know it's a third world country. But it's another thing to see it. So like I said, it's quite a dichotomy between this beauty and these natural resources and the people are friendly and they smile, even though, my goodness, it was very difficult for me to talk to them. In fact, I could not talk to them. (laughs) Uh, My Spanish is very limited. I can get around a little bit in Mexico, but here I could barely understand what words and it might be the dialect. It might be just out of context and they talk really fast, but they were cute. They tried to help me. Definitely my friends knew a lot more. They could help me, but whoo, I was a little lost. But you have people living in corrugated metal structures, mostly outdoor living, meaning no walls, really no toilets, no running water. But they're smiling and a lot of people selling coconuts, which we did have ourselves, which is amazing. If you've ever had a coconut right out of a tree, you pop the top and dump it in a in a glass and there's your coconut water amazing and dogs everywhere you know stray dogs you see that in also Mexico poor things mangy skinny looking for food sometimes limping you know they're so cute I want to take them all home but you really can't pet them or feed them because next thing you know you'll have a whole pack so it's it's hard And also we went to a couple towns and uh, the one was pretty close to the Guatemalan border. We had to buy some things for the house and it's a lot of hustle bustle, but very interesting. You know, again, I didn't feel unsafe. I I by no means was going to wander off by myself. There was a little Caesars, which I thought was interesting. We did buy pizza, but there's people with shotguns in front of stores. Of course, Uh, it keeps it pretty safe. Nobody's stealing anything. And I saw a woman drive by on her motorcycle with two freshly killed chickens hanging from her from her wrist. So <clears throat> it's uh, it's interesting. But like I said, it's making you one broaden your perspective in terms of going somewhere. You know, I, w- I would have never picked and experiencing it. I mean, the water was clean. The water was like bath water. And interesting, a lot of trash because a lot of the people throw trash in the rivers and it ends up in the ocean. So the tide line had a lot of trash. Now, in front of our beach, we didn't because our friends have their caretakers clean it. I know in the cities, there is some landfills and they're trying to recycle. And the country is, I call it a baby country. I learned they're only like 20 years out of their revolution. So think about that. And apparently it was so bad during the revolution that they ate all the monkeys and the crocodiles in the flatlands. So we actually kayaked one day in the mangroves, which was so cool. And all you hear is birds. Now I'm happy there was no (laughs) crocodiles, but they're just not there anymore. Now they told us in the mountains, there are still monkeys, but not on the flatlands. So you really, again, appreciate where you come from. And uh, our friends do another really cool thing. And again, opportunity of a lifetime. They rescue turtle eggs. And they actually have a whole enclosed turtle uh, cage. Animals can't get in. People can't get in. And their caretakers run it when they're not there. And they buy the eggs from the poachers because it is not illegal to poach turtle eggs in El Salvador. People eat them. And so they get the eggs. They 
bury them and in 45 days incubation period they hatch so we were blessed that when we were there we released probably over a hundred turtles and what was cool is we actually got to pick them up put them on the sand and help them go to the ocean and I tell you nature is a trip because they know what to do you know a couple didn't make it but really most of them did now that's into the ocean I guess it's one in a hundred will make it to adulthood (laughs) and that's on a positive side, but we're hoping we're giving them a better start because we're physically sometimes putting them near the water and man, when they hit the water, their heads go up, they start swimming and they take off. It's, it's beautiful. I, I shed a tear. It's amazing. And so we really thank our friends, um, for the opportunity they gave us. But, you know, again, seeing the other side of a country like that, it's, it's very difficult. And when we flew in, and like I said, we flew through customs, after our U.S. customs agent said we were good to go, I looked at him and I said, I am so happy to be back in the United States. And he went, uh-huh. And I thought to myself, you know, you should be like, you're damn right, <laughs> or good for you, or God bless the USA. And again, it's, I had a spectacular time. We had so much fun being with our friends, enjoying nature, talking, relaxing, all that good stuff, swimming. But you come back to America, and yes, we are not perfect by any means. We all know that. But this is the thought that comes into my head, thoughts. On the plane, I'm thinking, well, how do we make our town better? How do we make our state better? You know, the great state of California is amazing. How do we make that better? Because this is where we live and, you know, crime is increasing. Los Angeles, not that we're in Los Angeles, but we're pretty close to L.A. County, is getting really bad. And there has been some crimes in Simi Valley, which in general, Simi Valley is really safe. How do we make it better? So that's the question I'm pondering to myself and my husband and how we can be part of that. But that's the question I'm pondering to you. You know, we have an election coming up. I'm not looking forward to it because of all the ridiculousness in politics, but, you know, we really need somebody in there that's going to bring this America back to what it was. And uh, we miss that, (laughs) Uh, you know, with inflation and gas prices and you go to the grocery store and you go, oh, my God, we really need that. So, of course, vote. Um, and do what you can in your own town. And you know, it goes back to how does it start to make a change? It always starts with yourself. You cannot change the world or your town or your city or your country until you change yourself. And as simple as it sounds, it's going within. It's meditating. It's doing the best you can do. It's being a good person. It's doing the right thing when no one's looking, integrity, right? And helping people, but really helping yourself first. That's first and foremost. Then helping those around you, and then it goes out into your town, your country, et cetera. So not to get on my soapbox this this, uh, podcast, but it, it really made me kiss the ground. And again, I did not have a bad time, and I did not have any scary or bad experiences, and the people were lovely. And I left them with a prayer and I hope their country continues to get better and people have more uh, sanitation and hygiene and keep those smiles on their faces. So I invite you to do some adventure for yourself, even if it's in this country, but really going out of the country, it gives you quite a taste of what we have here. So I hope you enjoyed our adventure to El Salvador and I hope you have a great week. 
And until then, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the 5 Degrees to Your Future podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a future episode. And please leave a rating for the podcast as well. You can follow Dr. Kathy Hunter on Instagram at Kathy Hunter Glover. And until next time, enjoy the journey.